We know the celebrity of the universe, and there is no barrier between he and I. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today on the show, we have Priscilla Shire, and this is part two of the message of He is Available. And she is just talking to us about how there is absolutely no barrier between he and us. And when Jesus died on the cross, the veil was torn in two, and we can approach the throne of grace with freedom and confidence. Here's Priscilla. The president of the United States, this was about 10 years ago now, the president of the United States came to visit our church in Dallas, Texas. He gave um, an address there. It was, as you can imagine, uh, an awesome opportunity to be in this close proximity to the leader of the United States of America for us. And it was, it was a, great, a great experience for our church. And I will never forget the day that he was set to, to speak at our church. It was... Um, a zoo around our church, if you can even imagine. I'm sure you can. There were snipers that had to be positioned on the rooftops of our church buildings. There were uh, barricaded streets for miles around. Um, There were uh, tented off areas where his motorcade would be pulling in and out once his car pulled into these tented areas by the entrance of the building. No one could see out or in. Um, There were all of these security measures that were put in place. Anybody that was going to meet him personally, family had an opportunity to meet him personally before he spoke we had to send our social security cards and our driver's license and our birth certificates uh, to this specific agency six months beforehand so that they could do a background check I remember at the time my oldest son was only about a year old we had to send his birth certificate and his social security card so that they could check out his little one year of life before they allowed him to be in close proximity to to the president of the United States of America. And when he came, he was kept at arm's length. When he addressed the congregation from the platform, uh, I remember that right in front of them, right in our sanctuary, there was a roped off area so that afterwards he came down, but he was only able to get close enough to people where he had to reach across this barricade that was always in between he and the people for security measures. And as I watched this celebrity being kept distant from regular folk that day, it occurred to me that that we know the celebrity of the universe and there is no barrier between he and I. There is nothing keeping you away. There is no distance between you and he. When he died on the cross of Calvary, as Kim said, the veil was torn from the top to the bottom. Any dividing factor between you and he was disseminated on the cross of Calvary. You now can approach boldly, Hebrews chapter 4 says. You can come boldly to him, bringing all your requests and all your concerns and all your needs. He makes himself available to you. There is nothing keeping you from him. And do you know people who are skeptical of this Jesus, people who are unsure about this faith, this relationship that you and I have with Jesus. One of the things that they often say is that it doesn't make sense to them that a God that is supposedly so good would only allow there to be one way for us to have a relationship with him, with so many different cultures and so many different backgrounds, so many different parts of the world, so many different personalities and characteristics that a God who is supposed to be so good, would only allow there to be one way for all these different kinds of people to have a relationship with him. And while that's actually a good question, it's not the right question. 
The question is not would a God who is so good allow us one way. The question is how could a God who is so holy allow people like us anyway to have a relationship with him? The fact that he has given us a way is enough for us to celebrate for the rest of our days. Do you know at the beginning of last month in Syria, still right now there is so much unrest in Syria, and, and on August 8th there were innocent men and women and children that were trapped on a mountain as, the, as ISIS, the Islamic State forces surrounded the base and, 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 and dared anyone not to profess their allegiance to the Muslim faith. If they did not, they were going to torture or even take their lives, and it was a devastating circumstance. The world, all of us, we watched what was happening over there in Syria. Uh, but the Syrian Kurds on August the 8th, they came in and they were able to carve out an escape route from the top of that mountain down to the base so that people, men, women, and children were able to find a means of escape. And as far as I know, not one of those innocent folks that were trapped on the top of that mountain were discouraged or disgruntled about the fact that there was only one escape route. Not one of them said, you could have given us more options to get off the mountain. Everybody was just glad that there was a way for them to escape the brutality that was awaiting them. And I want you to know tonight, he's given you a way. There's no reason for us to debate the fact as to whether or not he should have given us more ways. We just need to be grateful we have a way. Because the wages of our sin was going to be death, y'all. We were going to have to pay the price. And I don't know about you, I'm just grateful there's another alternative. And I'll take the alternative that he's given me. It's available for you tonight. But not only is Jesus available to blind Bartimaeus and to us, but when they told him that day that Jesus was passing by, it says in verse 38 that he called out saying, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And those who led the way were sternly telling him, shh, be quiet. Jesus doesn't have time for you. But that just made old stubborn Bartimaeus call out all the more. Jesus, have mercy on me. I wonder if, if anybody or anything is standing in your way tonight. Maybe it's fear of people, impressing people, being concerned with what folks might th see, think about you if you really go all out in desperation for Jesus. You kind of let it all hang out there. Maybe it's fear of people. Maybe it's your own doubts that are standing in your way that you wonder if you really go all out, if you give it everything that you've got, you wonder if, if, if Jesus will really respond, if he'll hear. Maybe it's insecurity. Maybe it's any number of things that's, that's kind of standing in your way. We need to be like blind Bartimaeus. When there were people in his way, he just pushed past them. He was just desperate enough when Jesus was passing by that he did not want to let the moment escape him. So he was like the woman with the issue of blood who forged and forced her way through a crowd so that she could get close enough to him that she could reach out and touch the hem of his garment. And when she did, power left Jesus and went to her. I want to be like that woman who doesn't allow anything or anybody to stand in my way so that I can desperately reach out to him and receive the power that he so wants to give to me. And Bartimaeus did that. He, he called out all the more, son of David, would you please have mercy on me? He just wasn't too proud to beg. <laughs> and verse 40 says, and Jesus stopped. Jesus 
stopped. Deity clothed in humanity stopped for a blind beggar named Bartimaeus. Jesus, King of kings and Lord of lords. The God of the universe. The one who has all power in his hands. The one who right this very moment is making sure that the throes of the galaxy are in order. The one who right this very moment is making sure that the earth spins on its axis at just the right speed so that you and I can sustain life here. He is the one that is making sure that the galaxies that the scientists have not even yet discovered are hanging exactly where they're supposed to. He is the one that made sure that the sun rose this morning on this gorgeous day in New Zealand, that the sun is exactly in its position and that it will stay exactly where it's supposed to be until he swaps it out a little bit later on for the moon. He is the one that will hang every single star in its place, know them all by name and all by number, and that God stops to see about us. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the beginning and the end. He is the architect of the universe and the manager of all time. And that God stops to see about regular old people like us. Y'all, he's not just available, but he's actually attainable. He stops to see about us. He doesn't dangle himself like a carrot in front of us. He, come, he says to us, come on and taste and see how good I am. He's attainable to us. He stops to see about us. Do you know that uh, the Buddhist faith, there are five statues, I believe, of, of Buddha, big statues that stand in and around the Hong Kong area. There was a news story that was done there, Campbell Brown on the Today News uh, out of New York. She was doing this story on the Buddhist faith. She stood there in Hong Kong in front of one of the big Buddha statues with her camera crew, and they did the story about the Buddhist faith just to be informative about different religions of the world that day. She was discussing the Buddhist faith and she talked about how pilgrims will save up a lifetime's worth of money. They will travel halfway across the world. They will purchase this trip so that they can hopefully at least once in their life travel halfway across the world so that they can be in front of one of these idols, these Buddha statues, so that they can pray to this idol. And she talked about how not only did they have to travel halfway across the world, but in order for her and her camera crew to get next to this statue, it was on the side of a mountain. So she and her camera crew had to climb up 268 stairs in order to get close enough on this mountainside to be where the pilgrims would be when they wanted to come and pray to Buddha. And I sat there watching this news story and I thought to myself, if I had to travel halfway across the world and climb up 268 stairs to pray, I would never pray. Anybody know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. And while they are climbing up to talk to their God, little G, our God, capital G, the one true God, he comes down to talk to us. He condescends to us. 
He doesn't have to. He wants to. He stops. He sees about you. I need you to know that every single tear you have cried has not been lost in the carpet fibers of your bedroom floor. Every single one of them have been captured in the palm of Almighty God. You need to know that every bead of sweat that has been on your brow as you deal with that problem or that difficulty in your life, every single bead of sweat has been noticed by God. Every single request in your heart, the ones you have not even verbalized in prayer yet, you need to know that your God is fully aware. He sees, he cares, he knows what's on your heart and in your mind. He stops to see about you, my friend. Your mom might not care, your dad might not care, your friend might not care, your spouse may not care, but you need to know you serve a God who sees you. His eyes are on you. He stops to see about you. And Jesus stopped and commanded that Bartimaeus be brought to him. And when he had come near, he questioned him. He said, what do you want me to do for you? And this is interesting because Bartimaeus says, Lord, I want to receive my sight. Y'all, this is the same man who just six or seven verses earlier was begging for money. Now Jesus shows up and Bartimaeus is, is asked the question, what do you want? He does not say, would you give me a little change? He doesn't say, will you fill up this tin cup with money? Because now he's talking to a different source. He says, I don't want chump change. I want something that only God can give. So I'm no longer going to request that the symptom of my problem be taken care of. Now I'm going to go ahead and get to the root because I'm dealing with Jesus. I don't want money. I want my sight back because I know Jesus that if you will give me my sight, all of the other symptoms will take care of themselves. I don't know what request you came in here with tonight for your marriage or um, your finances or something going on with your health. All of those are great requests, but you need to know that when the presence of God is here like he is tonight, you need to not just ask him to cure the symptoms of your problems. You might as well just get down to the real root issue and say, Lord, would you give me my spiritual sight? Would you help me to see you clearly? Would you make yourself real to me? I don't want the manufactured view anymore. I want you to illumine yourself in my life so that I have a real personal relationship with you. I don't want just something I could get from a human being. Mm -mm. I want something that only I can get from you. That was Priscilla Shire, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Going Beyond Ministries, Priscilla Shire. He is available. You can find out more information about Priscilla at her ministry website, which is goingbeyond.com. That is all I have for you today. I hope you take a minute, if you can, to rate or review this podcast over at iTunes, and I will see you again tomorrow. God bless.